Have you ever felt overwhelmed by life or unable to see any other way through? Maybe you've even said to yourself, there has to be a better way. The good news is that there is always a better way. It's time to reclaim your humanity. Welcome to Getting to Unstuck, the 20-minute jolt that you need to help you in life and work. So let's get started. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to uh, another episode of Getting to Unstuck. And today is Thriving Thursday. At least it is when we're recording this. I'm not sure. Maybe it'll be a Thriving Friday or Saturday for you when you're watching or listening to this episode. <laughs> we're we're yet again here having another coffee chat. And today we're going to be talking about when you've been sidelined. So what happens when you are being sidelined at work? When you're the one that is left out, when you're disregarded, when you're passed over, and even given weak excuses, like when Mm. you understand why. So we're going to be talking about that. If you are new here at our show, don't forget to like and subscribe to our our YouTube channel on our on our Instagram and over on LinkedIn. And as well, if you're wondering about more about our work, you can find us over at wholehumancoaching.com. Okay, so Let's talk now about you. Let's talk about what happens when you've been sidelined. Mm. Well, you know, it's funny because as we talked about this yesterday, we realized that I think it's universal that every single one of us can call upon that moment in the playground where we weren't picked on a team or we didn't get to go with the cool kids or we were told we couldn't be there. And we all have that echo that resonates each of us. So when it happens in the workplace, it feels really uh, hurtful, right? It brings brings back all of those emotions of sort of loneliness and exclusion and pain. And certainly I remember turning all of those on myself, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm wrong. You know, so what's wrong with me, right? So yeah, yeah. painful, painful. Yeah. And I think it can bring up a sense of... You know, I've often heard uh, people say that, like, whatever you whatever you focus on expands. And so when you Mm -hmm. feel you're being sidelined, we're going to look for it over and over again. And we can become very problem focused on it. Right. And not to say that all the onus is on us to change the entire systems that we're in. But when we feel when we feel those things and when it echoes like what you were referring to then there's some very distinct ways for us to identify that I think in, in ourselves to first of all, be able to give ourselves space to acknowledge that, yes, this is happening. So Mm -hmm. I'm curious um, if we could talk about that for a minute about what are some of those symptoms of being actually sidelined? I think one of the pieces that I, that stands out for me is that sense of loneliness So there is, you walk into a room and there's nobody to catch eyes with. There's nobody to sit with. There's, you're walking through the coffee room and there's nobody turns to ask you about what's going on. So there is this sense of isolation that occurs when you realize you're really not in with the in folks. And the reality is it happens in the workplace. 
there are there are cliques people do gather together in their groups and there is whether we're happy about it or not hierarchy that occurs so it is there's a feeling about it but there's a reality to it as well it's such a contradiction of human like humankind and and human community that we all thrive and we need and what that seems to have been forgotten right that 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 human connection that that everybody it's essential to life right and when we were talking about gangs on tuesday that's what creates gangs Mm -hmm. is that we all have this drive to belong we want to belong somewhere Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like we have the right to you know like just just maybe that's too strong of a word but it's like it's almost like Maybe right, yeah. Right, might be might, is not the right word, but it's 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 we have this this deep seated need mm-hmm. that yeah. should be cherished, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, it's all words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I think that there are also some questions that that come up or, uh, that I've had for myself when I've been sidelined that I hear some of uh, the clients that I've coached or that we have worked with when they know that they're or they're questioning whether they've been sidelined, but it doesn't first start out as for often, it doesn't start out as, am I being sidelined? I think it starts out more as an internal question because our human nature looks inside. We're, we're all, we're meaning making machines, right? So we're asking Mm -hmm. what's wrong with me. It is. That's the big question. And that's the impactful one. Yeah. Because if we look at a situation and we walk walk away thinking, what's wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Then it becomes this internal spiral of, oh, it's got to be me. Look at those people yeah. all belong and that it's working for them. So it's got to be something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And that becomes a self-perpetuating myth about who we are. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would argue that that's, that's, the, that's the area to dig into. To 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 scratch, you know, start scratching in the dirt on when you when you are feeling that, right? Because um, I think, and I think we all agree that that in that in that discomfort Mm. is a message or a story that perhaps you are not in the right place or the right place, time, space, time, you know, and and. It's a, it's, I think it's a light. It's a beacon of mm-hmm. looking towards you, who you really are mm. and what is your true potential and, and what are the possibilities if you did find your tribe, you know, Ooh. and, and did have the support and, and people weren't turning their backs on you. So, so, you know, as you recognize it, think about that that pivot that you might be able to make towards shining that that you're the light on your uniqueness and your power mm. and what's there and and um, what are the possibilities, mm. Colin? I really want to highlight that mm. because I think what you're pointing to is that that sensation that we feel is like oh it must be what's wrong with me or I don't belong mm. there can be just an amazing opening to finding possibility for who you really are. Yeah. Wow. And to trust your gut too, because, Mm -hmm. you know, so often I think in in a workplace, we can go on for a long time with just with like something small in our gut and you're like, something's quite not right. And I don't quite know. And, Mm. and, 
we again we've spoken about this in the past we tend to normalize these sort of elevated levels of stress or elevated levels of acceptance mm-hmm. of something as okay yeah and yeah. if yeah. you listen if you listen deeply without that judgment that we were just speaking about you can find a different path a way mm-hmm. out yeah uh, yeah I think it's really important that you said that, Colin, that we 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 can normalize things because when our nervous systems, and I mean, I am not I'm not a neuroscientist, so I'm going to put that out there right now, but I, I I know that our nervous systems, when we are on, when we become on high alert for whatever reason, if we don't feel safe in a space, whether that is whatever the reason, so it, mm-hmm. it, it it's innumerable, and yeah. it's. But the the whole point is is if we do not feel safe in a space, then we become hot on high alert. But that actually does become normalized for us, so we can continue to tolerate. Yes. And and we, I think we can get to the point where we tolerate the the sidelining. We can tolerate the injustice or the the mm. inequitable situations that we find ourselves in. And we start to rationalize. So we tolerate and then we start to rationalize and we inevitably start to sometimes gaslight ourselves on thinking that we are the problem. Right. We do. um, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Carol. Well, I was just going to say our our current economy often has us feel we need to justify. Yeah. I have to be here. I've got to keep this job. I need to move ahead. I want that promotion. All of those pieces continue to keep us in that space. But I think what I'm hearing is this opportunity that happens when we get that niggle, niggling like, yeah, this just doesn't feel right, is to consider about where we do belong and who yeah. we can be. Yeah. And Tokopa Turner wrote this wonderful book called Belonging. Mm-hmm. And one of the pieces that she highlights in it is about being a black sheep. Mm-hmm. And what she is saying is that the black sheep are actually the they're the artists, they're the inventors, they're the creators in our in our society. Mm. And if they weren't alone, they couldn't do that. She's written something called the Black Sheep Gospel, and I just want to share one piece of it. Yeah. She says Great. that if we become the champion of our right to be here, mm-hmm. we, we have that opportunity. And that remembering that our offering needs no explanation. It is our own explanation that allows us to be here. So we can begin to trust who we are in any situation and to begin to kind of celebrate our uniqueness. Right. Okay. So that's interesting. I really like that line. Uh, I hadn't heard that line before, but I just want to make sure I'm saying it, saying it correctly. We champion, we begin to become the champion of our right to be here. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I am curious how that that looks for people and in things that we could be thinking about in our in our if someone is is listening right now and they're thinking okay how can i become how can i begin to champion my right to be here mm. um, because inevitably the there's also the uh nothing exists in a in in an isolated incident right there's 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 sure. other things that will that are a result of that um so i'm curious what your thoughts are about what it what it looks like for people to champion the right to be there or whether you've had experience doing that. 
I think for me, it all begins with that internal dialogue. It becomes mm-hmm. with that internal conversation and it is a bit of a pivot. Yeah. So it comes from, I don't belong here to, I have a right to be here. Those are two right. different ways of Very looking different. at the same situation. And then it becomes an internal inventory instead of what's wrong with me. Where do I shine? What is wow. my contribution? Great. And how can I highlight that in in this particular environment? And I think that there is a parallel process to that, which you're pointing to, Colin, which is if this is not the right environment, where mm-hmm. can I be a champion for myself in the right environment? So there is a duality to it. And it may not be necessarily that you have to quit your job and, and, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater and start all over, but it's kind of connected to what we've talked about in the past of creating your own personal toolkit, right? Your, whether it's Mm -hmm. leadership or personal toolkit, where you have a very clear idea of who you are and and you Mm. cleaned up some of those self-limiting beliefs and stories that, that you just mentioned, you can then align better in even within the business that you're in and say, Hey, you know what? I might be better over on that team because that's more aligned to my uniqueness and the talents and the power and the passion and everything that I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. So if you can, if you can begin to do those inventories and also begin to inventorize the beliefs and the stories you're telling yourself, right? Because Mm -hmm. then you can say, Oh, is this serving me? Is it real? Is it, is it, you know, where does it come from? What's the origin story? So we're, we're certainly not advocating for, you know, changing everything in your life and, yeah. you know, all that. But you can begin to identify and diagnose the or the, the stories and, mm-hmm. and articulate them and, and rewrite new ones that, that, yeah. that, that, that work for yeah, you. Yeah, so let's, 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 let's pull that out a little bit more. Let's kind of play mm-hmm. with that for a minute, okay? Sure. So when we talk about, Colin, when you, when you talk about, like, almost questioning or, or asking ourselves the story and the narrative, what would that look like? If I was someone that was listening to this or I've experienced and, and things that we're talking about is resonating with me at this moment. And I'm thinking, okay, that, well, what does that mean? Help me understand how that could look. What, what are some of your thoughts around that? Well, I mean, it's, for me, it's about really inventorizing all of the beliefs that you've got towards, let's say this particular situation, Mm -hmm. because a lot of time, if we are sidelined, we can, you can go into that spiral that Carol was speaking about before, and it can be very hard to see any glimmer of light, right? Mm -hmm. And you begin to impact on top of yourself, a lot of negativity and, 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 and self-limiting belief stories. But if you can pause, and it might not be in the workplace, it might be on a weekend or or wherever, and begin to journal what you are telling yourself. Mm. Because I think so often, even when we're speaking with people about, let's say, financial insecurity or or a career plan, Mm -hmm. someone will say, I want to be financially secure. Mm but they don't identify precisely what that means. So this work to do, the work to do if you are feeling sidelined is to stop and and take some time for yourself and identify precisely what is going on. I think I, and once, and it's interesting, you might even start to laugh at yourself at some Mm -hmm. point because you're like, Oh, I'm believing this. I'm telling myself Mm -hmm. this story. And, And there's, 
you know, they can be emotionally charged, they can yeah. be emotionally triggering, mm -hmm. they can be trauma related. I mean, mm -hmm. but the identification and the acknowledgement that they're there and they exist, once you've got those in front of you, you can begin to break them down and see what's serving you and what's not serving you. No. What's not serving you, we put it aside. What's serving you in terms of your beliefs and your stories and your mm -hmm. narratives, mm -hmm. you can then begin to say, hey, you know what? I am a bit of an artist. Now, I may be an accountant in, in yeah. or a mathematician or something like that, yeah. but you can still add creativity to any industry, of course, mm. and, and begin to catalog the, yeah. the, 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 how those stories that are serving you, like what is great about you? Right. What is unique about you? Because your uniqueness may not fit into this particular team today in this moment. And that's why perhaps yeah. you're being sidelined, but that's not a death sentence. It's not a life sentence. Right. It's a, it's a moment in time of you being sidelined and it's not your fault. Yeah. So, yeah. Right? Yeah. So mm, yeah. Very cool. And you know, Colin, I think the important piece to point out is that in any moment we can listen. We can listen to the voice that we're hearing in our heads. And once we begin to identify it, mm -hmm. we can, the word you used earlier, Crystal, was agency. Yeah. We begin to get some ability to be able to hear the distinction. Oh, that's me telling myself that I'm that I am not good yeah. enough here. Yeah. Oh, that's when I that's when I call myself an idiot. Mm -hmm. Listen to our inner dialogue. Yeah. Now it's funny with my grandson, who's he's now a teenager, but when he was little, he would used to say, "Oh, I'm so stupid," or "That was really dumb." And I remember saying to him, "What would be kinder to say to yourself?" Because we all do those things, like, "Oh crap, yeah, I did sure. that again." So we yeah. began calling each other a silly goose. <laughs> like, oh, you silly goose. Look, you missed that. And there's something <laughs> funny and kind about being called a silly goose. It's not yeah. insulting or mean. <laughs> and so yeah. it became a bit of a dialogue for, for my grandson when he did something that felt like it didn't fit. As it turned out, he actually has ADHD. Mm -hmm. And once that all was diagnosed, there was more understanding. Yeah. But initially, his, his dialogue to himself was very harsh. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think also that by, because change is an inside job. Totally. So by allowing ourselves and, and honoring ourselves and recognizing our worth in, in giving worth to our story and worth to recognizing our experience and, and honoring that experience also helps us get a measure of clarity that we may not have had before. Mm -hmm. So when we feel completely, when we feel like we are powerless in a situation, the, 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 the point of power gaining back or, or reclaiming that power or that agency starts with recognizing what, like what you said, Colin, recognizing the stories. And is there something that I can, what, what is the story that I'm, that I'm perpetuating? And as we start to change those stories, then we start to realize things. And maybe it is that there is injustice and inequitability in our workplace. Yes. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with calling that out. Let's just be mm. honest. Nothing wrong with calling that out. In fact, yep that that should be called out but also by by allowing ourselves to change inside then we get the clarity on how to do it and but and we can continue to honor ourselves 
through the process. Yeah. I want to leave us with a quote and kudos here to Tokopa Turner again. She says, but paradoxically, it's only when she honors that apartness Mm -hmm. that she finally fits in. Yeah. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you are you are a shining stone. Uh, yeah. So just remember that. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we have to wrap up, don't we? We're mm-hmm. we're at the twenty minute coffee break limit. So uh, please like and subscribe and share here on YouTube and follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram. And uh, we also have a website. I think it's ticking along the bottom. Wholehumancoaching.com. Join us. We are on a mission to help bring humanity back to the workplace. So. Mm. Come along. Love God to hear from you. <laughs> Thank you. And until we see you the next Thanks, time, we wish you all the best in life and work. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining. Thanks for joining us. If you want to learn more about who we are and who we work with, find us at wholehumancoaching.com. You can find us everywhere on our socials, on LinkedIn, on TikTok, on Instagram, and on YouTube as Whole Human Coaching. 